Lift up your hand to the heaven. Just begin to pray in the spirit. Just begin to pray in the spirit for a minute. Pray in tongues. Kalaba shodi brada sante de bahada. Mahadi kadusha bradi. Malosi bradi. Matadi bayaka baha. Mahadu si brande kada shebala. Mahadi batolobo shadalia. Mahadi batori atabaha de kadabaya. Lebrado shadalia kapa. Yes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. We give you praise. We give you glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we decree your blessings today over the day. Bible says that this is the day that the Lord has made. We should be glad and rejoice in it. Lord, we forbid any bad news. We forbid any foul spirit from acting our ways. In the name of Jesus, we decree and declare the blessings of God, the power of God, the healing of God restoration from heaven over the body of Christ in Jesus name and Lord we decree and declare that we are blessed in Jesus name hallelujah now somebody shout me a believing amen all right now hallelujah okay now praise the name of Jesus how many of you believe that God hears prayers? Now, if you believe that God hears prayers, let me see your hand up. And how many of you believe that God answers prayers? Okay, there is a difference between hearing and answering. Okay, now God hears prayers and answers the prayers of his saints. Now listen, God hears prayers, but he answers the prayers of his saints. Hallelujah. Can you say with me, God hears prayers, but he answers the prayers of his saints. Now, do you also believe and know the Bible says that when two of us shall agree on earth as touching anything, and we shall ask the Father, he shall do it for us. How many of us believe that? Okay, now I want us to raise a certain prayer. Now, I'm reading this scripture in the book of Acts chapter 12. And then we will pray. In Acts chapter 12, Bible says that, Now about the time Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex some of the church members. And he killed James, the brother of John, with a sword. Now verse number 3 says that, And because he saw that it pleased the Jews, he proceeded further to take Peter also. But those were the days of unliving bread. Now, verse number four says that, And when he had apprehended him, he put him in prison and delivered him to four quaternions of soldiers to keep him, intending that after Easter, he will bring him forth to the people. Now, look at verse number five. And Bible said that Peter, therefore, was kept in prison, but prayer was made without season of the church unto God for him. I want us to pray for one of our dear members. And I want us to pray for uh, Mrs. Rodriguez, Sister Elizabeth, because the devil want to touch her. Hallelujah. And I want, Bible says that Peter was in jail. He was in prison, but prayer was made of the church for him continuously. Hallelujah. Now, anytime you see 
a member of the ministry. Just like, listen, just like when you see that God has done something for a brother, it means that God is in the arena. When you see that the devil has touched one of us, you must understand that the devil is not happy with us. Praise the name of Jesus. And that is why the Bible says that, look at what David said. He said that, when I kept the sheep of my father, when the lion came and the bear came and took one, I went after it and I slew it and I recovered it. Praise the name of Jesus. Now, are you here with me? I want us to pray for our sister Elizabeth. We want to lift up prayer for her. That whatever the devil wants to afflict her with, praise the name of Jesus. She went to the hospital. They said that it is pneumonia, something, something in the chest. We want to pray whatever it is. Let me tell you something. I believe in my prayers. And I believe in your prayers as well. And when two of us come together, Bible said that one will put a thousand to flight, but two will put ten thousand to flight. Now, Bible says that in the book of Deuteronomy chapter 17 and verse number 6. Let's read it and then we will pray. Deuteronomy chapter 17 and verse number 6. Bible says that, and at the mouth of two witnesses, somebody said at the mouth of two witnesses, or three witnesses, then he said that shall he that is worthy of death be put to death. But at the mouth of one witness, he shall not be put to death. Now what this scripture is saying is that, when I agree with you and you agree with me and we say that this thing that is troubling this brother or this sister must perish, it perishes. The church was there. They took James. They didn't do anything. The devil had his way. But they took Peter. And Bible said that the church prayed continuously. And Bible said that he was delivered. I want you to rise on your feet. And I want you to pray with passion. Praise the name of Jesus. I want you to pray with your heart out. When the devil touches one, he has touched all. Hallelujah. The church is not a place of um, each one for himself, God for us all. The church is a place you touch. You, how many of you know that when your hand is aching, it can even affect your head? Yeah. When your head is aching, it affects your whole body. When your eyes are aching, it affects every part. When your legs are aching, it affects every part. So we are praying and lifting up our sister Elizabeth in prayer before the Lord. And we are saying that, Lord, release healing. Release supernatural healing. Release supernatural healing. Is somebody here? Say, Father, Father in, the Jesus, in the mighty name of Jesus, we lift up prayer, we lift up for, prayer our sister, for our sister, Elizabeth, Elizabeth in, the hospital, in the hospital right now. Right now. In Jesus, name, in Jesus' name, we release, we release the, angels the angels of healing. Of healing. We, release we release the angels, the angels of, medicine of medicine from heaven, from heaven into, her life, into her life, into her word, into her word right, now. right now. Work a miracle. Work a miracle. Work a, I want you to Work pray concentrated. Lift up your voice and pray. We are praying to deliver her from the claws of every evil lion. We are praying to take her out from the claws of every demonic bear. We send forth the healing palm of the Lord. We send forth the healing palm of the Lord. 
Bible said that Peter was in prison but the church kept praying our sister may be in the hospital but Lord we are praying in the name of Jesus we release the healing power of the Lord 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 right now in the name of Jesus Lift up your voice, somebody. Pray for our sister. Pray for our sister. Shantalabaya. Mehande debaya. Mahandoro si atabrada. Malebantadia kapa. Matebado si anda. We release a healing in the name of Jesus. We demand her healing in the name of Jesus. The Bible said that by his stripes, we were healed. By his stripes, we were healed. By his stripes, we were healed. We pray, oh Lord, for Elizabeth Thompson Rodriguez. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we call forth your name. We call forth your spirit. We call forth your soul. We call forth your body. And we declare preservation. And we declare restoration. In the mighty name of Jesus, what doctors cannot repair, may the Lord replace. What doctors cannot work on, may the Lord do a miracle. Jesus is a miracle worker. Jesus is a healer. We lift up our faith in agreement in the name of Jesus. And we demand her healing. Lord, we demand her healing. We demand her healing. Somebody pray. One more prayer. We demand her healing. Right now in the name of Jesus. We agree by faith. Lord, in the name of Jesus, we lift up prayer. Father, for our sister Elizabeth, we release the healing balm of the Lord. We release the angels of healing and the angels of medicine from heaven into her life. Right now, in the name of Jesus, we sabotage the works of hell. We sabotage the works of the spirit of death. We sabotage every announcement from the pit of hell. We sabotage it in the name of Jesus. And we decree and we declare in the mighty name of Jesus. Atabade, Lord, in the name of Jesus, do a miracle. Lift up prayer of thanksgiving. Begin to thank God. Begin to thank God for healing her. Begin to thank God for releasing her. Begin to thank God for giving us another testimony. Begin to thank God for her life. Begin to thank God for that beautiful soul. Lebranda Santa Dabaya, Melebantoni Mahadabaya, Hebrando Siata Badi, Lebrando Santalia, Mahande de Basondiria, in the blessed and mighty name of Jesus. So, Heavenly Father, we agree. We agree. We agree. Yes, Lord. Unanimously. Yes, Lord. And Bible says that if two or three of you shall agree on earth, Yes. As touching anything, mm -hmm. 
that they shall lift up prayer concerning. The Lord shall do it. Lord, in the name of Jesus, with one accord, we lift up prayer for Elizabeth Thompson Rodriguez. And we decree and declare healing. We decree and declare release, redemption, full recovery. Lord, please perfect that which you have started in her life. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, above all, above all, give us a testimony. Something that will baffle the mind of medicine. When you step in, all human protocols are suspended. Step in, oh Lord. Step in. By faith and by agreement, we decree and declare that Lord, your daughter is healed and is fully recovered. Doesn't matter what doctors say, doesn't matter what medical personnel say. We believe in your report. The other day, the prophet said, whose report will you believe? Lord, we believe in your report. And we decree and declare, whatever the medical personnel are doing, Lord, help out. For if you don't help, vain is the help of man. Help out that, Lord, your glory will be given unto you fully. We give you praise. We give you glory. Thank you for hearing us. And we use our sister as a point of contact to pray for anyone that is sick. And we demand their healing. We demand their healing. And we decree and declare that it is done. In the blessed and mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. If you believe it, shout me a believing amen. Hallelujah. Give a clap unto the Lord and take your seat in heavenly places. And please remember to be bearing her up in prayer. Hallelujah. Yesterday I went there to pray and to administer communion to her. And we are believing God that the thing that he has started. Bible says that the Lord declares the end from the beginning. Before the Lord starts it, he's already done with it. Hallelujah. And so we are believing God that all the testimonies that the Lord has confirmed, the Lord will do. Remember, I remember um, one of our daughters, um, Dahlia. Dahlia was plagued with a certain dangerous backache. I mean, something that they had done, met the doctors, and they had tried and tried and tried and did everything. It was getting worse and worse. And then she came, and then God touched her, one touch. Somebody say one touch. And then it went away. And then she came and then she testified. She testified on Sunday, Tuesday. Strangely, the devil showed up again. He said, you have gone to disgrace me. Okay, we shall see. And then it came in another level. I said, in the name of Jesus, the God that started it will complete it. It was a Tuesday. By Thursday, the thing vanished. And now she goes to the gym. You see? I want you, to, I want you to understand what I'm talking about. You see, the devil is not happy with what we are doing. So when you see that the devil has touched one of us, don't sit down. Go after the devil. I remember on Friday, I was telling you that Jesus said, these signs shall follow them that believe. He didn't say pastors. He didn't say prophets. He didn't say apostles. He said, anyone who believes, these signs shall follow them. In my name, in my name, in my name. They shall lay hands on the sick. 
I want you to exercise that authority. Now, the reason why we don't see the manifestation of the power of God in the body of Christ is because we do not exercise what he has given us. If we give you some authority and you don't use it, it becomes dormant. Praise the name of Jesus. That is why even a house, if it is a brand new house, it is built, nobody inhabits it after one, two, three years. It, 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 will, it will rot. The building will rot. Nobody is in. Once the thing is not being used, it begins to depreciate. In the kingdom of God, the things that he has given you, it is only when you begin to use it that it appreciates. When you don't use it, it depreciates. That is why the talent, the parable of the talent, it was those who used the talent that had been given to them who were given more. Those who didn't use it and they said, that you know, I just want to keep this talent. You know, I know that I am anointed, but I just want to keep it. Bible said that the Lord came. He said, you are a wicked servant. You think I gave this thing to you for your sake? I didn't give it to you for your sake. If I gave it to you just for your sake, I better would have given it to somebody to administer it to you. But I gave it to you in order for others to benefit from. Because there are many people on earth that are selfish. So if the Lord finds a selfless person like you and I and deposits some grace in us, the essence of it is to make sure that others benefit from the rivers. We are the tube that has been connected to the main, you know, to the main tank, to the main reservoir. Hallelujah. When the tube decides that the tap will not get the water, then at the end of the day, even the tube itself will be dry of the water. And the water that it will take will be stale. Now listen very well. It will be stagnant water that is smelling. The only time the tube will have fresh water is when it allows the tap to enjoy the believer can never have fresh oil and fresh grace and fresh power except others benefit from what the Lord has placed in us. So if you decide to be just a good, nominal, kind, you know, political Christian, political believer. Who is a political believer? A believer who shows up only during service, but in your closet, you don't operate the power that God has given you. Politicians, they only come around when they need your vote. Then they come to give you, oh, <laughs> your tie is beautiful. Meanwhile, they are lying to you. They show up only when they need you. Yeah. When you become a political Christian, you appear before the Lord only when you need something from the Lord. The Lord will never take you serious. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. So, I want you to keep on praying for our sister Elizabeth. Okay? Until the Lord perfects what he has started in her life. Hallelujah. I believe strongly that the Lord will complete and has completed what he has started in her life. Amen. And if there is anybody the devil is trying to temper with your testimony, I stand as an oracle of God. Bible said that if anyone will speak, let him speak as an oracle of God. I speak as an oracle of God and I declare, let that agenda from the pit of hell cease now. And let your testimony be full glorious. Say, I believe it. And say, I receive it. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, once again, I deploy angelic beings in the form of human beings to the hospital at TriStar in Asheville, in room 20. Lord, visit your daughter and perfect what concerns her. In Jesus' blessed and mighty name. 
Amen. Somebody give a clap unto the Lord. Today is Palm Sunday and we celebrate God for that blessing. The relevance of palms. By the way, I'm speaking about greater works than these. That is the theme of my message. Greater works than these. Hallelujah. Yesterday I listened to what you sent me. It was very powerful. Yeah. Greater works than these. That is what I'm speaking from, from the book of John chapter 14 and verse number 12. Of course, that is the theme scripture. And of course, our dominion scripture is from John 14, reading from verse number 10 to 21, which the woman of God read powerfully. But before then, remember that today is Palm Sunday. What is the relevance of Palm Sunday? That is the triumphant entry of Jesus into Jerusalem. Why do we call it a triumphant entry? Because Jesus knew that he was walking into a very shameful death. But he defied all the resistances. You know, he had whatever it took to stop going. He knew that as he was going there, they were going to celebrate him into his death. But he knew that without his death, there will not be you and I. Please, you understand. Now, so the reason why we call it a triumphant entry is because he knew what he was walking into. Yet, he willingly chose to walk into it for the benefit of you and I. There is no, listen, there is no, there is no thing, no anything that has happened on earth that is more powerful in history and in future and in current than the crucifixion of Jesus Christ, than the death of Jesus. There is nothing, nothing on earth, nothing on earth. Let them say whatever. Religion, uh, Christianity is not a religion. Christianity is a way of life. Christianity is God, Jesus coming to bridge the gap between man and then God so that we can assume our rightful position on earth so that we can be who God wanted us to be so that we can be at where God wanted us to be and so that we can operate as God wanted us to operate because the reason why God created you and I was so that we will have dominion over the earth and over everything that he had created when man sinned man fell and man lost it so Jesus came so that he will restore us onto that place now so in the book of John chapter 10 and verse number 10 I've started my message John chapter 10 and verse number 10 look at what Jesus said he said the thief cometh not but for to steal to kill and to destroy but I have come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly now you cannot understand greater works except you understand what the great work is. Now, so here Jesus is saying that greater works than these shall you do. Now, the question is, what is the great work? We can't have greater when we don't have great. Because it is great, greater, greatest. Praise the name of Jesus. Do I have some English teachers in the classroom here? Yeah. You can never have greater without having first of all great. Amen. So, if we must understand and, and of course, they were saying that, look at the great works of Jesus. Jesus did amazing works. But they looked at it and then sometimes they marveled. And then they, 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 they would marvel at Jesus. And then one day Jesus called the disciples and he said, listen, John chapter 14 and verse number 12. Let's go to John chapter 14 and verse number 12. And Jesus said unto them, he said that, verily, verily, I say unto you. Now, the word verily, verily, it is an old King James English that says that I swear by myself. It's like somebody who goes to the court and then they say, do you swear that you will say nothing but the truth? You say, uh-huh. 
If you lie, just for lying, it means that you have deceived the whole court. Just for lying alone, they can jail you. Not because you have been found culpable of the offense, but just for lying upon swearing. When you swear, it means that I am putting my life on the line. So here Jesus is saying that, like, I am putting my life on the line. That he that believeth on me, the works that I do, which everybody is saying is great works, great works. How Jesus is doing great works. There is a new prophet in town. He's called Jesus Christ. He's doing great works. This, that, that, that. He said, he that believes on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than this. Somebody say greater works than this. Shall he do? Because I go unto my father. Verse number 13 and 14. Look at the next two verses. And whatsoever you shall ask the father in my name. Somebody say end. Do you see A-N-D? How do we pronounce it here in America? End, right? It's the same end, right? Okay, so we are right. End. Somebody say end. And whatsoever ever you shall ask in my name I will do that the father may be glorified in the son verse 14 if you shall ask anything in my name what will happen now verse number 13 and verse number 14 is a product of verse number 12 he says that it is greater works than this that you must do. And then, look at that. And greater works than this shall you do. Because I go unto my father and verse 13 say, and. But the thing is that we want the after the end. But we don't want the foundation. There can never be a solid building without a foundation. Right? So the foundation of whatsoever. How many of us want this portion? Tell you, you, you just lift up your voice, Father. In the name of Jesus. As I am finishing school. Even though I didn't do well first, second, third year. This final exam, let it cancel everything. And then it, it, it does everything. How many of you love that? You pray, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Let this marriage be honeymoon 24 on 7. How many of you, and then it is happening, how many of you love it? Lord, as I am going there for that interview, before I even meet the man, let me be approved. How many of you, and then it happens. I'm talking about you asking, you, what, what is whatsoever? Sir, what is whatsoever? What is whatsoever? What is whatsoever? Anything. Thank you, Mr. Baker. Elder Baker. Anything, right? Anything. I mean, it's what is whatsoever? Anything, 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 needs, wants, desires, whatever. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that I will do. You see? But, Prince, the foundation is greater works than this shall you do. So it is when you have done the greater works, then whatsoever you shall ask in my name, I will do it. That the Father may be glorified. And verse 14 says that. And the, the, the verse number 14 says that. And if you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. They are all premised on greater works. So, 
let us find out what is this greater works that Jesus is talking about. And I've told you that in order for us to know greater works, we must know the great works. What are the great works? The great works are the things that Jesus came to do. They said that these are the great works of Jesus. And listen, the reason why Jesus came or the work that Jesus came to do is, is summarized in John chapter 10 verse 10, which we read. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I, I am come. Somebody say, I am come. That they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. Now, this statement is a summary of what Jesus came to do. The works that Jesus came to do. And I'm going to give it to you because there are three. There are three works. This scripture talks about three major things that Jesus came to do. Okay? So, the great works that Jesus came to do is that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Praise the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, by the way, if we say you have found life and you have found it more abundantly, I think when I was doing one of the series, I spoke to you about the fact that it means to find destiny and then to fulfill destiny and to help others to fulfill destiny. So Jesus came to bring us to the place where we will find destiny, we will fulfill destiny, and then we will help others to fulfill their destiny. Because many people don't know why they are on earth. The greatest tragedy on earth is not about um, 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 amassing or not amassing wealth. It is about knowing why you are on earth and then fulfilling why you are on earth. Praise the name of Jesus. Yeah. So, of course, when Jesus says that to have life and have it more abundantly, he was talking about the fact that we'll find life, uh, we'll find destiny, we'll fulfill destiny, and we'll help others to fulfill destiny. But these are done in three ways. How did Jesus give us life and give it to us abundantly? Number one, he gave us freedom. He saved us from our sins and then set us free by buying our redemption for us. That is the first thing, point number one. The great works that Jesus did. The first of the three great, of course, the, the great works is in John chapter 10 and verse number 10. But it is broken down into three segments. The first of the great works is that Jesus came to save us from sins, from our sins by buying our redemption to set us free. So you read John chapter 8 and verse number 36 and Bible says that he who the son sets free is free indeed. You read a book of, you read a book of First um, Peter chapter 2 and verse number 24. Look at First Peter chapter 2 and verse number 24. Quickly. I said John chapter 8 and verse number 36. For those who are writing, you can rewrite it. John chapter 8 and verse number 36. Now, look at 1 Peter chapter 2 and verse number 24. Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on a tree. That we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness. So the first of, listen, the first of that I'm, they might have life and have it more abundantly, which is the great works of Jesus, is to buy us 
to buy our redemption, to pay the price of our sins, and ladies and gentlemen, buy our freedom for us, so that when he sets us free, we'll be free. Praise the name of Jesus. Number two, what was the second reason for Jesus coming? Apart from giving us freedom, apart from buying our redemption, remember when he bought our redemption, he said, by whose stripes we were healed. Do you see that? So, the reason why he bought our redemption, the reason why he paid for our sins is so that all the consequences of sins shall also be erased. Praise the name of Jesus. Which is the works of darkness. Sicknesses, diseases, frustration, anxiety, perplexion, and all that. In the name of Jesus, anyone being bothered by any of these in the name of Jesus, let it be stripped away from you in Jesus' name. Shout me a believing amen. Number two, why did Jesus come or what was the great works that Jesus did? For which reason he says that we shall do greater works. Number two, the, the second point is that he came to position us in heavenly places. He came to position us in heavenly places. In the book of Ephesians chapter 2, let's read 4 to 6. And if you are writing, I need you to write. Please keep your eyes on me and then focus and then be blessed. Ephesians chapter number 4 and then we want to read from verse, sorry, Ephesians chapter 2 from verse number 4 all the way to 6. Look at that. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us. Verse 5 says that, even when we were dead in sin, he has quickened us together with Christ. That is to say, he purchased our redemption, okay? Quickening us to be, to, uh, to be with Christ means that he purchased our redemption. Elder Brighton, he bought our freedom. And then, for by grace he has saved. But look at verse number 6. He didn't only buy our redemption. Verse number 6 says that, And then he has raised us up together and made us sit together in where? Come on, in where? In heavenly places. That is a position of authority. Why in heavenly places? Because Revelation chapter 12 verse 12. The reason why we became, when we became born again, the Lord positioned us in heavenly places is because in Revelation chapter 12 verse number 12, after they have overcome the enemy and he had been cast onto the earth, Bible said that, Revelation chapter 12 and verse number 12, Bible said that, Therefore rejoice ye heavens and ye that dwell in them, but woe to the inhabitants of the earth and of the sea. So, when the Lord redeemed us, the reason why he positioned us in heavenly places is because, number one, on earth there is woe. But when you are positioned in heavenly places, you are positioned in heavenly places upon the earth. The things of the earth will not affect you. You didn't understand that one. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. The ambassador of America in Ghana is not paid by the government of Ghana. So it doesn't matter if the economy crash. It doesn't, it doesn't affect him. He is in Ghana, but he is not living as a Ghanaian. I'm saying, baby, say that. I'll, I'll say it. You can shout it. Don't worry, you are free to do that. Praise the name of Jesus. Do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> listen, brothers and sisters, you, you, until, listen, you are, you are what you think. That is why the word of God works on our mind. Yeah. What the word of God does is that it works on our mind. 
When your mind is transformed, your life is transformed. Your life goes where your mind goes. Your mind is the your mind is the your mind is the pace setter of your life. If your mind tells you that this thing is not possible, you either angels can come. God can descend. It won't work. Praise the name of Jesus. But when your mind tells you, so look at that. He said, please listen very well. He said, the reason why after he purchased our redemption, he placed us in heavenly places is because if he left us on the earth, there is woe. Look at it. He said, but woe to the inhabitants of the earth. So the day we became born again, when he purchased our redemption, he repositioned us to a place called heavenly places, which is a place of authority. Hey, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3. And in heavenly places, all your blessings are there. Heavenly places is the place of your sustenance. It's the place where you can manifest as the supernatural of the natural. Blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in where? Come on, come on, come on. In where? So if the Lord, after redeeming you and I, didn't position us in heavenly places, then it means that we will not have access to our blessings. We will not have access to the finished works of Christ, which is called spiritual blessings. So Jesus came, bought our redemption, purchased our freedom, brought us, number two, to a place of position called heavenly places. Where Bible says in the book of Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 21 and 22. Ephesians chapter 1 verse number 21 and 22 about heavenly places. He says that it is a place far above principalities and powers and might and dominion. Above every name that is named. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. In that which is to come means in the future. So he's not talking about only the forces that are working again. He's not talking about Corona alone today. He's saying that if there is another version of Corona that will come tomorrow, where you have been placed, you are above it. Listen. Listen. Bible says that, eh? When you read the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 2, and verse, when you start reading from verse number 9 all the way to 15, later on you can read it. I'm not reading it. He says that, huh? He says that the spiritual things of God cannot be received by the carnal mind. People with academics and then, I'm not saying that, don't go for academics. Go for it, boy. Go for it. I'm telling you. Eh? But don't let it determine your life. Don't let it determine your life. Yesterday, I met with one powerful medical doctor, cardiologist. He's a cardiologist, but he believes in God more than the medicine he practices. Yeah. I'm telling you. He was praying. I said, my goodness. Is that a medical doctor praying like that? You two, you'll be there and be saying that I got a doctor. He, he, knows, he knows the source of his wisdom. Then we are, I got a doctor. You know, I'm going to see my doctor. I'm going to see my. You are going to see your doctor. He is believing God more than you. Praise the name of Jesus. Far above all principalities, all powers, 
all might, all dominion, every name that is named, not only in this world, but in the world to come in the next five minutes, in the world to come in the next ten minutes, in the world to come in the next year. So whatever is going to happen tomorrow, where you are seated in heavenly places, you are above it. Have this at the back of your mind. When you have this at the back of your mind, when you hear that economics indices are failing, you will not be, you will not be shaken. When you hear that they say, there is an, a new outbreak, nobody should come to the hospital. It doesn't shake you. You hear that they say that, hey, nowadays everything is not working. You are smiling. How can somebody, when there is a casting down, say there is a lifting up, except where your position, where you are positioned, makes you see all those obstacles as dots. In heavenly places, ladies and gentlemen, every obstacle is a dot. And in the mighty and blessed name of Jesus, any obstacle in the life of anybody today, I decree and I declare, it falls down now. I said it falls down now. Shout and say, I believe it. Don't you know, don't you know, honey, don't you know that when you are flying, what you see on the ground as a gigantic building, when you are flying, it looks like a dot. Your position determines how you see obstacles. That is why, that is why, listen to me, brothers and sisters, that is why when people see things and they are saying, what shall we do? And I read in the book of 2 Kings chapter 6 and then, the prophet's servant woke up in the morning. Gehazi woke up in the morning. And then he went out and he saw the Syrian army. They had besieged the country. They had besieged the city and then the town. And they were like all over with, 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 with iron chariots and then horses. And Babu said that the servant saw it. And he said, alas, master, we are dead. For they have besieged the city. And the man of God came out. He knew that he was positioned in heavenly places. And he looked at what was happening. And he said, they that be with us are more than they that be with them. They that be with us are more than they that be with them. They that be with you are more than they that be with the world. I said, they that be with you are more than the verdict that they have given you. They that be with you are more than the report that you have received. Shout and say, I believe it. Heavenly places redeemed us, purchased our freedom, set us free, delivered us from the consequences of sin, and didn't leave us there. Because if he left us there and the economy of that country crashes, you are doomed. But he makes sure that he places you. At a place where your sustenance is. At a place where your overflow is. And that is in heavenly places. Somebody say I belong to heavenly places. Nothing of the earth. Say it. Say nothing of the earth. Shakes me. Nothing of the earth. Troubles me. Do you know why Jesus said. <laughs> John chapter 14 verse 1. He said. Look at John chapter 14 verse number 1. He said, let not your heart be troubled. Oof. Yeah, 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 yeah. Somebody said, let not your heart. 
be troubled. Is it not powerful? Why would the Lord tell us that let not your heart be troubled? Because he knows that there will be issues that will bring troubling. But the reason why he says that let not your heart be troubled is because even though you may see the trouble, you are numbed from the trouble because of where you are connected. Let an ambulance or let a, 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 um, the presidential convoy be on this road. Huh? It doesn't matter the traffic light. It doesn't obey them. It is not that the light will not be red. Have you not seen? Have you not been at the traffic light when the light for you was green but there was a fire truck coming? Even though it was green, you had to stop. And even though the place that he is coming from, it is red. He had to cross. Listen, there is some place where the exemption clause of God works. There is something called the exemption clause. When the exemption clause is activated, when the exemption clause of God is activated, brothers and sisters, your brothers, your sisters, everybody in the bloodline can go through it. When it gets to you, they will salute you. I said, when it gets to you, there will be a different result. Heavenly places. A place of positioning. A place of divine sustenance. Meet, let them bring, what is the, dangerous, the most dangerous animal in the sea? The shark? Okay. Okay, right. Let them bring the shark onto the ground. The shark on the ground and the four-year-old boy on the ground. Who is powerful? No, on the ground. I'm not talking in the sea. On the ground, on the earth. The boy, four-year-old and the shark, which is on the ground. Which one is more powerful? Because at that time, the shark is not looking for Danger, he's not looking for fight. He's looking, panting for life. Hanging on to dear life. That is why the Lord positioned you in a place where, you, you see, the only time the believer, listen to me, ladies and gentlemen, the only time the devil can be able to surprise the believer is when you leave your place of residence. Which is called heavenly places. As long as you remain there, the devil, you are the greatest headache of the devil. You are the greatest headache of the devil. The devil sees you and then as long, that is why everything the devil brings around you is to push you to come out from heavenly places. He cannot work against you when you are in heavenly places. Because when you are in heavenly places, give me the Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3. Okay. LPRB, look at that. Ephesians chapter 1 and verse number 3. LPRB said that she had this encounter and then the animals that they were supposed to be running away from were rather embracing them. When you are living in heavenly places, the things that, are, the things that eat up and swallow up people, you eat it up. You didn't get that one. And that is a prophetic word. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in, 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 and then also in. Now, so in heavenly places, the reason why the devil can't touch anything that God has given to you in heavenly places is because it is not just in heavenly places, it is in Christ. 
Come, 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 come. Honey, come, 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 come. So this is it. Now, so this is your blessing. He said that, who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places and in heavenly places in Christ. Okay? Now, remember, Bible said that, and Christ is in God. Now, so your blessing, this is your blessing. Your blessing is hidden in heavenly places. I am heavenly places, and this is in Christ. Cover us. <clears throat> do you see this? Please, do you see this? Now, watch me. Before the devil can touch this, your blessing, he has to first of all touch God. He has to remove God so that he can have access to Christ. To Christ. And before he can touch your blessing, he has to remove God and remove Christ. Hey. Somebody say, hey. Even you, even you, you are a headache to the devil. How much more Christ before he will not even dare. So, if he can be able to touch this, then he must be able to get you. Come, you are the receiver. So, here you are. He must be able to get you. Now, so, please cover me. So, this is your blessing, all right? This is your blessing. It is covered in, in heavenly places and in Christ. This is heavenly places, okay? And in Christ. And Christ in God. Okay? Now, squat, squat, go like this. No, you stand. So, you see, it is like this. Do you see it? Please, are you seeing it? So, this is your blessing. This is your blessing. So, this is your, your blessing. It's in Christ. Okay? And then, let me give you the blessing, honey. This is what um, brother John has been believing God for. It is his blessing. I'm telling you, boy. And it is in Christ. Okay? And then Christ is covered, uh, sorry, it is in heavenly places. And heavenly places is covered by Christ. And God is covering Christ like this. So that, that, the devil is even afraid to come around this environment. Let alone Jesus Christ. If you get this one, you, you, are, you, are, you are free. The devil cannot touch this one. The only time the devil, what the devil can do is that the devil can bring you away from contact with this environment. So everything that the devil does is to push you away from this environment. When you are pushed away from the environment, now you'll be panting. You will now be like the, the shark that is out of water. You are very powerful, but here you'll be panting. And the things that you are supposed to have naturally now you'll be, you'll, be, you, you'll be frustrated because you have been disconnected from the source. That is why when you became born again, after he had purchased your redemption, the next thing that he did was that he now positioned you in heavenly places so that as long as you are here, these things, you will know the things that have been freely given to you. First Corinthians chapter 2. And verse number 12 to 40. He said, so that we might know the things that are freely given to us. For they are designed spiritually. In the environment of spirituality. Do you understand? In the environment of spirituality. God bless you gentlemen. Take your seat for me. Now, did you understand that? So, the first works of Christ was to purchase our redemption. And set us free. The second works of Christ... And remember, I'm still talking about great works. 
The second works of Christ is to position us in heavenly places where there is no woe. And now, the third works of Christ, brothers and sisters, is to make us saviors of men. This is very, very important. To make us saviors of men. To make us saviors, S-A-V-I-O-R-S. In case I'm not pronouncing it the American accent, forgive me. But I've spelt it for you. Is to make us saviors. Do we say saviors? Savior? Is it savior? Savior. Okay, savior. Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus Christ. I'm gradually learning my American accent. Savior. Okay. Now. <laughs> The third thing that he came was that he will make us saviors. Matthew chapter 4 and verse number 19. Matthew chapter 4 and verse number 19. Look at Matthew. And he said unto them, follow me and I'll do what? And I'll make you fishers of men. Now listen. These three processes, eh? The first process, Israel, which is to buy our redemption and make us free. The second process, which is to reposition us, has nothing to do with us. It is the responsibility of God. So, we always want to enjoy the first and the second. But the third one is our responsibility. That one we don't want. Human beings naturally don't like responsibilities. We want the benefit, but the responsibility. But God's blessings and benefit to us will always have a responsibility part of us. Otherwise, Jesus will not get to the tomb of Lazarus, honey, when he was going to raise him up. And then he got there, he said, roll away the stone. You are coming to do this great miracle. Is it the stone you cannot roll away? Jesus, what are you talking about? Just command the stone to be shattered. And then we know that boom, 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 bang, dynamite. No, no, no dynamite there, but the thing is detonated. And then we know that, oh, the guy has come. But Jesus said, roll away the stone. Because anything the Lord will do, which does not have your responsibility involved, ladies and gentlemen, will be temporal. But when you, your, your role, that is why he said that we are co-laborers with God, 1 Corinthians 3. He said we are co-laborers with God. When you read 2 Corinthians 5, 17, 18, 19, he said, we are, he said we, are, we, are, we are ministers of reconciliation. He first of all reconciled us to God through Christ and has bestowed upon us the ministry of reconciliation. So, Charles, whether you like it today or tomorrow, when God saved you and then he repositioned you, he gave you an assignment. Yeah. Many people don't like the assignment portion. He said, follow me and I will. Oh, Lord, I just want to. We are like the madman of Gadaria. Who Jesus healed. Jordania. He said, ah, Jesus, I hear you don't only heal, but you also provide bread. I want to stay with you. Jesus, I will stay with you. I'm not going anywhere. <laughs> he said, Jesus, I want to stay with you. Mark chapter 5, verse number 18 to 20. Is somebody understanding the teaching? Mark chapter 5. And when he was come into the ship, Jesus had finished doing Esther, a miracle of healing this madman that everybody was afraid of. And Jesus was going, he that had been possessed, Elder Joe, he that had been possessed with the devil, 
prayed Jesus. He came and he said, Jesus, I want to be with you. Now, Jesus has set him free. Number one, he had positioned him in heavenly places. Because Bible said that when they came, I think give me verse number 13 or 14 or something. Bible said that and when they came, they saw him in his right mind. Give me verse number 15. Look at verse number 15. And they came and they come to Jesus and see him that was possessed with the devil and had the legend sitting and clothed and in his right mind. Heavenly places. Jesus redeemed him and then he placed him in heavenly places. Now the guy said, Jesus, I want to stay here in heavenly places. I want to be here in heavenly places. When he was coming to the ship, who doesn't like honey? To be dripping in your mouth. You wake up. Father, in the name of Jesus, may all my daughters here and every woman here, may their husbands make them breakfast in bed. Your marriage, listen, your marriage will be honeymoon 24 and 7. If you are not enjoying it from today, you will enjoy it in Jesus' name. Somebody say me a believing amen. Because even me, from today, I will start making my wife breakfast in bed. <laughs> Hallelujah! <laughs> they were seated in heavenly places. He said, verse number 18, he said, Lord, I just want to remain here. Look at verse number 19. But Jesus, Kimberly, Jesus, Kimberly, for example, will prepare breakfast for his wife. <laughs> I can see it in his eyes. Look at verse number 19. Isn't it powerful? How be it? Jesus suffered him not, but said unto him, Go home to your friends and tell them how great things the Lord has done for thee and has had compassion on thee. Three things that Jesus did. Three, redeemed us into freedom, positioned us and in heavenly places and then equipped us as. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I love verse 7. Let me tell you something. The Lord told them, Acts chapter 1 verse 8. Go with me to Acts chapter 1 and verse 7. Look at Acts chapter 1 and verse When you stay in second service, please don't behave as first service people. <laughs> Let everything be new to you. Hallelujah. So that I don't drain my energy. <laughs> but, can we all read it? But, you shall. Those of you who come for the first service and you leave. That is how the first service people in second service, they do to me. You see the way they were standing up. When I'm sharing the revelation, they will just be sitting down like that. And I'll be like, are these not the same people that were shouting? Wow, wow, wow. Please help me in second service. But, <laughs> but look at that. You shall receive power. When? After the Holy Ghost has come upon you. And then what will you do? Uh-huh. 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 God bless you for preaching with me. It's okay. Let me continue. Otherwise, I won't finish today. <laughs> now, listen. But, Elder Jeremy, Elder but you shall receive power. After the Holy Ghost has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses unto me, both in Jerusalem, in Judea, and in Samaria, unto the uttermost part of the world. When the power came, they didn't do it. So do you know what God, have, God did? Now you see that God is so humorous. This is Acts chapter 1 verse 8, right? 
turn the number and go to Acts chapter 8 and verse 1. And see what happened. When they were positioned in heavenly places and they did not do their responsibility. Bible said that and Saul was consenting unto his death. And at that time, there was a great persecution. Somebody said there was a great persecution. Against who? Against the church, which was at didn't Jesus say that when they receive the power, they will become his disciples in Jerusalem, uh, uh, his, his witnesses in Jerusalem, in, in Judea, in, uh, look at it. You become my, 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 my witnesses both in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, unto the uttermost part of the earth. Now, when they received the power, they decided to stay in Jerusalem. So, Bible said that there was, God raised up catastrophe. He said, you have received this power, you want to stay here. You can't stay here. Go and be saviors. So, Bible said there was great persecution against the church at Jerusalem. And they were all scattered. Somebody said they were all scattered. If you don't go, something will send you. If we give you power, and then you say that, oh, you are abusing power, there will be revolution. That is why when you go to some countries, some people will bring a looter. They say, hey, what is this? Hey, 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 hey. I think what? What this president is doing is not come out. This one to say, what this president is doing is not good. This one say, hey, 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 boom. Uh, one day you'll be in your palace. By the time you wake up, your seat and the building are not there again. Praise the name. They have done coup d'etat against you. They have impeached you. Do you know why? Because you are abusing what was given to you. When the church abused the power that God gave to them, the Lord said, ah, there is a man I have anointed. He's called Saul. He will scatter you abroad. <laughs> you won't go on your own. Something will send you. Something, Najao. I don't want something to send me. Oh. That is why this Easter, we are going out. We don't, I don't want something to send me. <laughs> Look, Saul came to send them. And he didn't send them on a silver platter. These people, have, Ananama, these people have received power. Instead of them to just go and then manifest the power of God. They said, we won't go. We want to stay here, Jesus. We just want to be nominal Christians. You know, we will come to church. We will do, we will pay our tithe. We will do that. But you know, this going out, going out, let it be for, you know, pastors. And pastors, when the three works, that you have received the first one, you have received the second one, the third one, pastors should go and do it. Oh, you know, man of God, as for the redemption, you know, it is a free gift. Yes. You know, as for the heavenly places, you know, Bible said that nothing formed against me shall prosper. Yes. But why don't you want the third one? Oh, that one, it should be for, you know, those who in clerical. That's why I don't even wear clericals. <laughs> Praise the name of Jesus. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, quickly, what is greater works? Greater works, therefore, is seeing the harvest Number one, reaping the harvest. And number three, gathering it into life eternal. Write it. What is greater works therefore? Greater works is seeing the harvest and keep me in John chapter 4, verse 34 to 38. What is greater works? Is it building a house? No. 
Now people raise up program. They say Greater West 2022. And they are telling people how to make businesses work. How to take over the financial wealth. How to take. When Jesus said, when you have done greater works, whatsoever you shall ask, it shall be done. Now we are giving people motivation. This, that, that, that. We don't even know whether the church is Harvard College or what. We don't know. We don't know whether it is Harvard College or one of the motivational centers. Greater West 2022. We are going out for souls. That is it. Look at that. Jesus said unto them, my meat. You want the definition again? I'll give it to you. I said, greater works therefore is seeing the harvest, reaping the harvest, and gathering the harvest into life eternal. Gathering the souls. And this definition is Bible definition. The Holy Ghost just gave it to me. Greater works. Because many people are not even seeing the harvest. In the first place. If you don't see it, how do you even go after it? So you see the harvest. You carry the passion in going after the harvest. Seeing the harvest. Reaping the harvest. And gathering the harvest into life eternal. John 4, 34 to 38. Jesus said unto them, My meat is to do the will of him that sent me. And to finish his works. Look at the next verse. To do the works of him that sent me and finish his work. Don't you say that there are yet four months and then the harvest will come. Behold, I say unto you, lift up your eyes and look on the fields. For they are white already to harvest. Now he was going to give out the definition of greater works. Look at verse 36. He that reaped. Now first of all, verse 35. He said that lift up your eyes and look on the fields. So greater works means that number one, you must see. When you see anybody that you meet, ladies and gentlemen, see them. Listen, please. How can you see? Kimberly, you meet anybody in life. They are going to one of two places. Always let it be at the back of your mind. Anybody that you see on earth is either making their way to heaven or to the lake of fire. Is either making their way to heaven or to the lake of fire. Nothing more. Nothing more. Nothing more. When man dies, he's not finished. Nothing more. Until you see this, you cannot see the necessity in becoming saviors of human beings. Lift up your eyes and look on the fields. Praise the name of Jesus. Number two, verse number 35. He said, look at that. Verse number 36. And verse number 36. He that reapeth. So you see the harvest. And then you reap the harvest. And then you gather the fruit. Three things that define greater works. This is, Jesus said, my meat. This is what I came for, my work. This is it. Greater works 2022. Somebody say so harvesting. When you see people who you know, that this person must have a relationship with Jesus. And nothing beats your heart. You are not there yet. When I'm driving, it's not because I'm a pastor. Me, I don't have any theological background. Though. The Lord called me raw. He called me raw from the field. Praise the name of Jesus. He called me raw from the field. Your heart must pant for souls. I'm not talking about being a pastor. Maybe if I've been a theologian, maybe I'll say that because I'm a theologian. I'm not a theologian. I don't have Bible school classmates. 
Oh, class of 2022, you know, I was in the same. Uh, we did SGs and then we did um, Capricious, and then we did this, and the, I don't even know. All I know is that he, 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 I was mad. Now he has healed me. He said, I should go and tell people. Yes. Simple. That is all. <laughs> Hallelujah. He that reapeth receive wages. Gathereth fruit unto life. This is greater works. This is greater works. How can we do greater works? Number one, believe in Jesus and his works. Brothers and sisters, when you believe in something, you promote it. Anything that you believe in, you promote it. Anything that you believe in, you celebrate it. My goodness. Somebody told me, he said, I got to buy Tesla. I said, Tesla. He said, when I see that car, something is doing me. I said, brother, <laughs> me, when I see so, something is doing me. You, when you see Tesla, something is doing you. When I see souls, something is doing me. I don't pray that the church will be full so that people will say that, oh, Pastor Nikki has a church that is full. No. I pray that, Lord, would you bring people in so that they will taste of your goodness. They will taste of your power. They will know what it means to be a believer. And the church will be very big. You watch it. And we will be extremely blessed. Because when you pursue the heartbeat of God, he will do your agenda. Number two, because of my time. Number two, how do we engage in greater works? Number two, number one, believe in Jesus and his works. That is talk about it, promote it, support it with your substance. One man came to my office, um, I, I think on Friday, and he said, he, I had not even mentioned it, I had just said, that we are going to do evangelism. He came to my office with an envelope full of $400. He just came. He said, the evangelism that we are going to do, please get this and then support it. Is it not powerful? Yeah. yeah. That is called resource jealousy. We did prayer jealousy by praying and fasting. The next one is let your, when you hear so when they don't say that, okay, uh, but we have been giving tithe and offering and uh, so let them print that. No, you say, man of God, this is a seed. For where we are going. Amen. When we print flyers and somebody gets saved. Do you know the benefit to you? Psalm 106 verse 30 and 31. Bible said that Phinehas stood in the, gas, uh, in, the, in the gap. It was accounted unto him righteousness from generation to come. When you hear that something like this is going. This is the time to release your resources. Because Zechariah chapter 1 verse 17 says that my city through prosperity shall be spread abroad. The work of the Lord can be jeopardized without finances. If at the end of the day, the month is on, and then we, are, we don't now know even where to, uh, uh, how to pay bills and other things, uh, my mind will be, my mind will not even be on so winning. My mind will be, how do I task this young man with his beautiful hair to bring $200? How do I, you look at your mask, I must charge you $500. You, your jacket, I will charge you $300. So the pastor, the pastor comes to church, and his mind is how to scheme. To draw money from the people. Because the people don't understand that part of going out is our resources. But not in this house. We don't raise money here, but we have never lacked. Oh, give a clap unto the Lord. Because we understand what it means to go after souls. Praise the name of Jesus. And number two, 
Greater works can be achieved when we depend on the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. And I've already spoken about that. Close your eyes. Please put the countdown on so that we can parasuda brande kadabaya. Greater works when we depend on the fellowship with the Holy Spirit. And I've already spoken about the fellowship of the Holy Spirit, but I'll talk about it in second service because every time the Lord gives us new revelation. Say, Father, this Easter, as we are going out, help me to be part in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, listen to me. Listen to me. This Easter, it is just this week, right? Please listen. Watch me. Don't pray again. Don't worry. Stop praying. (laughs) You'll miss this important announcement. Listen. This Friday and this Saturday, 9 a.m., we will be sacrificing for the Lord. This is the greatest thing. I'm telling you. 9 a.m., we will be here. We will just pray for 30 minutes. Friday, we are going all the way to MTSU. We've already secured a place there. We've anointed the place. They gave it to us. When we get there, we will begin to do service, a little service there, and then we will be talking to people. You will never know what you have until you start, you go out there. And please, don't say that I've never done it before. We've all never done it. I told you that I'm not a theologian. I'm not a theologian. The Lord called me. Hallelujah. Please, we have all been called. Don't stay on level one and level two. Or don't say that, eh, I really don't like people seeing. Hey, don't do that. Amen and amen. Otherwise, maybe a soul <laughs> may be lifted to scatter us. I don't want that one. So please, this Friday and this Saturday, Easter is a harvest season of souls here in America. Let us go out there. The Lord through you may win a soul. You will just share a flyer, talk to somebody and tell him, hey, Jesus loves you. That is all. That is all somebody may be looking for from you. And you may be the soul harvester of that person. If you don't go, that person may go to hell. That person may die and go to the lake of fire. Let us go. Just this Friday and Saturday. And then on Sunday, we will gather them. Sunday, invite somebody. Tell somebody. It is Easter. Easter, everybody goes to church in America. Bring them. Hallelujah. Bring them. Amen. Lift up your offering. And maybe you want to sow into the evangelism. We are going to print over 10,000 flyers. I'm telling you. Over 10,000 flyers. And all our flyers, we pray over it. Lord, breathe over them. Over 10,000 flyers. Let your resources go into it. Amen. The government will never, even the government, when they get, they will stop us from doing it. So they will never sponsor it. We have to sponsor the work of God. The Lord has laid a seed on your heart. Please lift it up. Lift it up. Father, and let it be, it is going into the souls. Father, we thank you for the opportunity to give in Jesus' name. Please drop it in, your tithe, your offering. If you are living after first service, please lift up your hand. Let will bring you communion quickly. Father, we bless the communion. Amen. Please, see those hands lifted up. Give them their communion. Father, we bless the communion in the name of Jesus and we decree. Please give it to them quickly. Yeah. Only the hands that are lifted. Yeah. Father, in the name of Jesus, we bless the bread 
and we bless the drink. We turn it into the body and the blood of Christ for our healing, for our edification, and for our blessing in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, please, I want you to keep on pro, uh, praying for Sister Elizabeth. God bless you. Let's share the grace, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. We shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. With long life, full of prosperity and sound health, shall you be in my household all the days of our lives. Amen.